Welcome to EcoTalk, the brand new podcast for all things green, sustainable, brought to you by the team at Carbon Zero Group. So I'm Gareth, I'm the Managing Director of the Carbon Zero Group. So underneath the Carbon Zero Group, we've got a number of different companies. Um, we have Carbon Zero Renewables, which has been around for nearly 15 years. We've got UK Leisure Living, which is an eight-year-old leisure business. And we have a brand new company called AI Global Robotics, which helps businesses with staffing issues, with delivery robots, automation, and... During my career as a business owner, I've been heavily involved with the Federation of Master Builders, which have been for nearly 16, 17 years now, which I will tell you more about in due course in other podcasts. Um, but yeah, we've done an awful lot in such a short space of time here at the Carbon Zero Group. We've helped lots and lots of people in lots of different ways. So follow our journey and we'll tell you how we've helped them. A big part of our business is awards and We've won probably over 100 awards, uh, maybe 120. I've, lo I've actually lost track of how many awards we've won. Um, we've recently um, won an award where um, we're not sure where we're listed yet, but we're, we're one of the fastest growing companies in Wales. We've been this for three times now uh, over the last sort of five years. So it goes to show we're, we're certainly a growing dynamic business. But business awards are incredibly powerful for businesses of all sizes, especially for new companies. So we use business awards as a fantastic strategy for growing a business. And if you're not into business awards and things, then watch further podcasts. We're going to do some dedicated content around business awards and how they can help you grow your business in, in these challenging times today. But for us, business awards have given us fantastic credibility and ways that we can market ourselves different than other companies out there. So business awards are a really, really powerful tool for any business. So over the course of my business journey, there's been a lot of challenges. Um, and we'll go into more of these details, I think, in other podcasts in the future. Um, but we've had staff members who have stolen from me. I've had businesses where we've gone through recessions. I've been director of businesses. We've gone through recession times. I've had customers who um, have obviously not paid us. I've had staff members who've passed away. So I've had an awful lot of challenges as a business owner. And navigating those as, as, a, as a newbie back in the, you know, back then was, was a challenge. And um, I don't think there's many things now that, that sort of phase me as a business owner, but there's always new situations. And the bigger you grow as a company, the bigger the challenge can be to overcome. But the biggest thing when you come to challenges is is just working through them. And that's the best bit of advice I can give a business owner or anyone looking to start a business. When these challenges come up, it's just working through them and just learn from them. So over my course as a business owner over the last sort of 17 years, I've been a director now for about 17, 18 years. Um, we've we've made some massive accomplishments, um, some really fantastic projects, and I'm proud to, to have uh, been involved with really. 
one of the biggest projects we were it wasn't a massive project but it was a very interesting project it was for the national trust back in around 2013-14 it was at bodnick gardens in, in the in conway valley and we installed uh, some solar panels into the hillside and what was really quirky about this was the national trust were fantastic at being open to such a project but also it ended up being highlighted in a online magazine as one of the top five solar projects in the world. So it was quite a massive achievement for us uh, in Little Old S over in North Wales. And one of our projects has, has been identified as one of the top five in the world. So that was really, really exciting to, to have those that kudos around one of our projects. Um, we've done lots of great business with some local companies. Um, you know, there's there's so many to name, and we're still doing great business with with other local companies, and you know, helping those people reduce their bills, and you know, and whether it, that's on obviously on our energy saving carbon zero side, but even on our leisure business, we've done an awful lot for holiday market, helping you know holiday tourism businesses get more bookings, get those people coming in, and create the amount of people we've helped getting more people to visit North Wales through having our hot tubs in those leisure pro- leisure properties is massive. It's thousands and thousands of people have, have come to properties here in North Wales because our hot tubs are in them. So it's great to have a massive impact on the local area and um, the economy as such. Um, but we've, we've made a lot of achievements over the years. So some personal achievements of mine. So one of my first best awards was um institute directors young director of the year and so i was 24 when i won this and it was a big big ceremony down in cardiff wasn't expecting to win and my table was right at the back so i literally had to walk past you know so many tables right down the middle to, to go and pick up the award and then bit of a funny story when i when i got up on the stage there was this really there was, a, there was a lady there who was from a, a legal firm who was sponsoring the award on behalf of the Institute Directors. I went to shake her hand. She went in for the kiss. And it was just this weird moment in front of about 500 people on the stage. Um, and um, I, I mean, a kiss on the cheek here. It wasn't anything anything more. But it was just a very, a very awkward moment in front of 500 people. Um, but it was a fantastic award. I wasn't expecting it. Still one of my greatest achievements, actually, because it's such a it's a very prestigious award, the Institute Directors. Um, I won Businessman of the Year back in 2019. Um, I've won Global Entrepreneur Awards. I've won so many different awards. I was the youngest ever president of the Federation of Master Builders at the age of 24. I was the president of North Wales, and I'm currently the vice president for Wales, and fingers crossed next year I will be the president of Wales, which I'm really, really looking forward to, to having that title and, and helping make a difference in the construction industry. So there's been so many different awards. There's been so many things we've been involved with. And I think as a, as a group of companies, we've massively, massively punched above our weight. You know, we're not the biggest company in the area, but we, we roll with the big boys and the big girls. Um, you know, we just, we roll with the big companies here in, in, in our, arena and it's it's played dividend for for us as a business and our growth and you know people seeing us as a, as a leading company in what we do um we also have a very interesting side of the business we have our foundation as well which we'll go into in, into another podcast um and how our 
foundation provides value to the community but also helps provide value for for the private business as well so it's a very interesting topic that and it's another way of a private business giving back to the community so i've been involved in the solar industry for nearly 15 years now and back then it didn't really exist here in the uk and i got involved my background is i'm a civil engineer by trade and i I was some of the projects I was on, I could see that this is the way we were going as, as a country, as an industry. So I was getting involved in some projects. I had some ground source heat pumps and rainwater harvesting and that sort of thing. And I, I, I self-educated myself through the internet um, about all these different technologies and, and set up the company in 2009 um, with a view to installing these technologies. And it's 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 been a minefield. It's been It's been a huge, huge eye-opener get involved in the industry I'm, I'm helping to grow the industry in the end you know we we're, we're classed as one of the pioneers of the industry now because we've been in the game so long there's only a handful of companies in the uk who've been in this sector as long as we have and it's even smaller that were in it before we were um it's it's a very very turbulent industry um some people think it's quite a sexy industry. We're helping, you know, we're doing all these nice things. But the reality of the industry is it's it's a tough industry. We call it the solar coaster. And because depending what government's in, in charge depends on whether it's, you know, whether it's flavor of the month. Right now, it's flavor of the month. You know, energy bills are at an all-time high. Net zero is on the agenda. So, again, it's, it's again, we're on the top of that of, of that roller coaster it's it's on the rise again but we've seen a lot of low times where you know it's not been and again we get this this sort of solar coaster pattern of of and what it creates within the solar industry is a boom and bust cycle and there's been some fantastic solar companies who've gone out of business over the last 10 years because of this 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 sort of boom and bust cycle of of um the government not quite getting the policy right around renewable energy and, and, and solar panels specifically. Um, so for us, it's been it's been a challenge. And one of the reasons we're still here today is because I have other vested business interests. So in 2015, I, I, I realized that this solar coaster is a pretty nasty journey in some respects. It's nice that we're helping to save the planet. It's nice we're helping to we're saving people that money on their bills. But as a business owner, I've realized we can have all these awards, we can have all these great things. We can be arguably one of the best installers in the UK, but doesn't mean I have a business. And this was a really, really difficult pill to swallow. So I needed other other ways of making money. So in 2015, we set up the leisure business. I wanted a business that didn't, that was that wasn't linked to any government incentives, grants. That just stood alone, and the only barrier to growth was my own individual barriers, not because you know the government's decided to pull funding, etc. So we we ended up having this other business, which became incredibly success, successful in our region, and when again won some quite major accolades within within that profession um so it is a it is a turbulent industry and it still is today it still is a turbulent industry today and it's 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 an ever-changing industry technology's changing specifications are changing how we mount's changing 
legislation and planning is changing. It's a very, very complicated sector. And people think it's easy. They, they think it can make a quick buck. And unfortunately, an awful lot of companies come into this sector to make a quick buck. And the issue is, people like ourselves, we end up cleaning up after these people because they leave people with no warranties. They leave people with poor workmanship. And it's people like ourselves that have to have to help people get a system back working. We recently had a story where um, a mature couple had, uh, who live off-grid had engaged with a company. The, the, this, this couple are from North Wales. They've engaged in, with a company over um, in the East Midlands somewhere, and they'd given them £6,000 up front, and they've disappeared, taking their money. But we, we've we, we've sent them a quote. We've redesigned the system. Unfortunately, it's a lot more expensive than they thought it was going to be. But I think they they've been misunderstood because what they were quoted originally wasn't going to work. So that they've been quoted a system that was about ten thousand pounds. It wasn't even going to work. And literally, we've seen the quotation, the specification. What what was even worse is they were quoting stuff on on there. You can't even buy anymore. It was it was it was wrong on so many levels. So we've seen awful lot of this of mis-selling and hard sales and just this classic sort of double double glazing type sales within the industry. And it's something I hate. Um, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'd like to think of myself as a consumer champion with my involvement with the Federation of Master Builders, and I, I hate, you know. Over the years, I've had people working for me who, you know, were hard selling and they were shown the door very quickly. It's not something we do. You know, there's a, there's a fine balance between professional sales, giving people a, a, good, a good sales pitch and, and the way it worked, but without hard selling, you know, we don't hard sell. We've all, all, our, all our home visits are followed up by a quotation. And... It's it's the right way we feel to do business. Yeah, you know, we don't want we would never want one of our customers to feel pressured or to be treated how we wouldn't want to be treated. So, yeah, it's a very it's a turbulent industry. You know the 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 energy industry, um, and obviously we've seen how volatile it can be with with global issues, wars, and pipelines that get blown up. You know, we've seen how it can create massive, massive turmoil here in the UK and how energy prices can just rocket over a space of months. So it's really important, you know, that us as a formidable force in, in, the, in this industry are on top of what we're doing to help people with the late technologies. So one of the biggest things we're passionate about is is quality of equipment and there's an awful lot of rubbish out there on the market, an awful lot of rubbish out there. And a lot of these new companies who are coming to the market are just happily, we call it smash and grab. They're just, they're just trying to smash in as much work, grabbing the cash, and they're going to disappear. We work with only quality manufacturers, and hopefully in future podcasts, we're going to bring some of these suppliers in to talk about the benefits of their products. But one of our mottos in our, in our solar business is, we don't install equipment when the manufacturer hasn't been in business long enough to serve their warranty. So if you think about that, I'll read that. I'll, I'll say that again. We don't install equipment when the manufacturer 
has not been in business long enough to serve their warranty. And this, you, you, this seems, you'd think, you know, that this wouldn't happen, but you've got companies who have just joined this industry, manufacturers of equipment, offering 10-year warranties, but have only been in business two years. Really? Is, is that, does that really give you as a consumer confidence in what you're, what you're actually spending your hard-earned money on? Because if the installer you're dealing with isn't reputable, and once you're outside of your warranty, you know, in year three, you're left, you're on your own. You're gonna, you've got to deal with this manufacturer. But what if they're in China? You're then going to try and deal with some company. It's, it's a really bad recipe. And this is why you need to have a reputable installer and reputable equipment. So we deal with a number of brands. Um, there's only two solar panel manufacturers in the world who've been in business long enough to serve their performance warranty. And it's something we'll go to, again, we'll go into in future podcasts is warranties. Warranties on solar equipment is very, very complicated and it gets missold all the time. So the next time you see a solar panel advert, you'll probably see that the company are offering a 25-year warranty on products, which there is an element of truth there. But there's a few clauses, a few caveats, and a few things you need to be aware of because it's not quite what you think it is. So, and we'll leave that for another podcast. So quality of equipment is really important, but also safety is becoming a massive, massive issue in the industry. So the last freedom of, freedom of information request was there was 10 solar fires a month here in the UK. That was about 12 months ago. I'm guessing that's probably doubled by now. So that's a serious volume of numbers of problems here in the UK. And... We don't want to be a part of that problem. So the equipment we install is the safest on the market because I want to go home and know that what we fitted for somebody is safe and I don't want it on my conscience if, God forbid, there was ever a fire at a home somewhere because of something I did. So for us, safety is key, it's paramount. And especially, again, for businesses as well. You know, what we don't want is to put somebody out of business because their, their factory's gone on fire because there was, some, there was some poor installation work from our team. That's not what we want either. So again, safe safe systems, safe is, is, is key. And it's something we'll go into again into detail for the podcast around solar system safety and what to look out for. But yeah, technology is massive and keeping up with the latest technology in the industry as well. Is, is crucial. Why would you want to spend all that money for out-of-date technology or technology that's been around for 20 years? Who wants that? So a um, lot of things to consider in this sector. There's lots of interesting content coming for our future podcast, so stay tuned. So my vision for the future of homes here in the UK, and I'll be honest, I've been saying this for over 10 years now, the future's electric. We can't generate our own gas at home but we can generate our own electricity. And I know the government are now making a, sh- a swift move towards air source heat pumps. I'm not the biggest fan of air source heat pumps, so I personally don't think it's the, it's the ultimate solution here in the UK. Um, but the, the key is we, we need to move to electric-based heating systems here in the UK and obviously smart homes and all those sorts of things. There's a lot of core things coming in and there's a lot of exciting 
new types of technology being developed. I think the issue is a lot of this technology isn't quite coming into the into the mainstream house building quick enough. And therefore, we're still seeing an awful lot of houses being built with gas boilers, with old traditional methods we were using 50 years ago. So things aren't quite moving quick enough. But my predictions are, and, and where we need to be, is we need to move to an electric-based home systems um, with or without a heat pump. There's alternative technologies that we will talk about in other podcasts, which the room I'm sat in now is actually heated by. And we need to look at alternative techs that will help benefit us in the future. On future podcasts, we're going to be talking about all sorts of topics. We're going to be talking about further de- in-depth talks on solar panels. We're going to look at warranties. We're going to be looking at heat. We're going to be talking about heat pumps, even though we don't really like them. We're going to be talking about heat pumps. We're going to be talking about the latest tech, and we're look at, We're going to look at design. What you need to do if you're looking at solar panels for your home. There's a whole host of things we're going to be talking about to help you guys out there navigate your way in this extremely, extremely complicated sector because it's like they say when you're getting quotes make sure you're comparing apples and apples not apples and pears because we see it all the time i've had a cheaper quote yeah it won't be the same so there's an awful lot of things you need to consider in the solar industry specifically when it comes to um, getting quotes getting things getting things like that and then we've got batteries batteries is a huge huge topic we're going to be touching on this we're hopefully going to be getting some of the guys from Tesla in here to talk about batteries and maybe we can also touch on Powerwall 3 which is coming out next year. Um, We're going to have Solar Edge coming in to talk to us. We're going to get a lot of these manufacturers in here chatting and letting you guys know what to look out for when buying a solar system here in the UK. So we've got lots of exciting topics, lots of exciting content. Stay tuned, like, follow for more and we'll see you on the next episode.